Across the street, Nanya Karista reached the curb. Doc gasped. Without a moment's hesitation, the girl had stepped out into the stream of hurtling trucks and cars. A monstrous van loomed toward her. Its headlight blaze glared full on her, and, to Doc Turner, time seemed suspended, so that he might see and remember of every detail of the girl's beauty before it was smashed to extinction. Tall for a woman of the slums, she was made to appear taller by the white folds of the skirt that flowed to the ground from a tight velvet bodice that, black as midnight, clasped her firm, lovely curves of young womanhood. Her hair was a misty blue-black cloud, framing cameo-sharp, tiny features. Sensitive, wistful, her skin unblemished, so white, so transparent as to seem aglow with some inner light. Long, black lashes veiled her eyes as she glided through that roaring tumult, apparently oblivious of her peril. But the driver of the huge van catapulting at her was not oblivious. An incoherent shout burst from his suddenly gray lips as he fought steering wheel and brake to stop his juggernaut before it should crush the girl. An L-pillar inches from the van's midside, a beer truck on its left, made it impossible to swerve it. He could not check the vast momentum in time. He could not save Nanya. But she could save herself. In front of her, to her right, a quick-thinking chauffeur had twisted his sedan broadside to the traffic had cleared a space into which she could leap. Lost in dreams, she did not see it, or refused to. Brakes screeched. Someone screamed. Something dark flashed from that other sidewalk across the van's hood, now inches from her, struck her, bowled her into that cleared island of safety. The van rumbled over the place where she'd been, and she was hidden from Doc Turner by a beer truck surging across his line of vision but not before he had seen the big brown mastiff disentangle itself from the flurry of white and black that was the girl it had saved from certain death. Doc darted to the curb, squirmed between two pushcarts. Nanya Karista glided out from behind the beer truck, gutter dirt marring the folds of her skirt, a gray fleck of dog slaver on her black bodice, her white, small faces composed, as though nothing had happened. Nanya! Turner exclaimed. You little fool! His hand trembled a little as it took hold of her arm, drew her to the sidewalk. "'What were you trying to do? Kill yourself?' "'No.' There was a girlish sweetness in her low accents, and a slurring of the syllables told that she was speaking a language not native to her. "'I do not try to kill myself. That is forbidden. But,' she shrugged, "'if it happen.' "'You little fool! Aren't you afraid of death?' Doc cried, and in that moment was aware that, instead of pressing curiously around, the throng on the sidewalk was retreating, so as to leave them alone in the center of a yard-wide, vacant circle. The long black lashes lifted. The old druggist looked into eyes that were deep wells of dark distress. "'Yes,' he heard. "'I fear to die, but more I'm afraid to live.' "'Yo, what? Are you all right?' The hoarse bellow that blanketed out Doc's exclamation belonged to the burly, dungaree-clad driver of the van. Gripes, girlie! He was still shaken, his heavy jowls pallid beneath their stubble of unshaven beard. Are you all right? Nanya's lashes veiled her eyes again. I am not hurt. Gripes! The fellow pulled the back of his hand across his brow, wiping the cold sweat from it. Gripes! It was a near thing if it hadn't been for that dog— "'That dog deserves a Humane Society medal,' broke in the gray-headed, dignified owner of the sedan that had slewed sideways to give the girl her chance for life. 
And I intend to see that he gets one. Whom does he belong to? Where is he? There was a crowd now about the druggist and the girl, but it was made up of truck drivers and riders from the passenger cars. Not one of them belonged to Morris Street.'